There's something very interesting happening in the gospel today that, that uh, you know, many of you are going to think, I've always known that, Father Mike. Big deal. But it, it just hit me over the head this morning as like a new insight. You know, here are the Pharisees, right? And they're like, why do you eat with these sinful people? You know, why do you eat with them? And you heard Jesus' answer, right? It's not the healthy who need a physician. It's the sick that need the physician. And you can, I, you know, I can imagine them thinking, okay, let me think about that for a minute. Well, I'm glad I'm not sick like them, you know? Right? But who turns out to be the really sick ones in the end? The scribes and the Pharisees. And who did Jesus come for? Who did he come for first and foremost? He came for them. And so he's telling them, I came for you. Now, let's think about St. Paul for a minute. St. Paul was a Pharisee, right? St. Paul was so sure that he was not one of the sick ones that he went around killing rounding up, arresting the followers of Christ, right? But then when he had this encounter with the Holy Spirit, he became aware of something, that I am the most pitiful of all sinners. And who did Jesus come for? Right? He came for the sinners. And you and me, you know what we should be thinking when we hear that he came for the sinners? Thanks be to God. He came for me. He came for me. He came for me. Not for them. For me. And some of these scribes and Pharisees are going to, that, that's going to click for them eventually. But right now, they're not even close to there. Right now, they're still coming up with their list of reasons that he doesn't qualify as the Messiah. That's what they're there to do. They're there to grade him, to check him out, to see if he's okay. And, and what's, their, what's the vote going to be? Yes or no? The vote's going to be no. He hangs around with sinners. And thank God he does. Thank God he does. And that's what I was thinking this morning. And, and again, I, I knew all of that, but it just hit me in a new way today. Thank God he does. So what is the Sabbath day? The Sabbath day is Saturday, right? Sabbath day is seven days of creation. Creation started on Sunday, the last day, Saturday, and then God rested. On, on the Sabbath day. And then he gives us the day. Now, we observe the Lord's day now. Right? We observe the Lord's day. And remember Jesus told the story about you don't take a, uh, a, a new piece of cloth and put it on already old wineskins. See, Jesus wasn't coming to 
tinker with the old covenant. He came to do what? Establish a what? A new covenant. And so we are new covenant people. And, 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 and we observe our Sabbath. It's, it is a Sabbath. It is a day of rest. That is what it's supposed to be. A day of rest, a day of worship. But it is no longer Saturday. It's the day of the resurrection. It's the Lord's day. It's the day that John was caught up into the spirit. It is this new and eternal covenant that we renew every day. But we have a particular devotion to Sunday. Uh, the eighth day, the new day, the day of new creation, the day of the new and eternal covenant. So all of these things that were spoken about the Sabbath, uh, that the Sabbath day should be an honorable day, a, a day not to follow our own way, a day not to seek selfishness, but a day of rest in the Lord, a day of peace in the Lord, a day of celebration in the Lord. So my brothers and sisters, uh, Jesus came for sinners. And you and I should say, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God.